You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm back. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of WholeNineSports.com where you can find all of my written work today. I'm back from vacay, so we'll talk about where the Gators wound up in the coaches' preseason top 25 poll. We'll talk about C.J. Henderson trade rumors and some potential landing spots, which irritated me because like the news broke like the day after I started my vacation. I was like, oh, cool, thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, and then we'll wrap up by talking about Jaden Hill's injury and who could step up. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Lockdown Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Also, big news, baby. As of this Wednesday, you can catch Locked on Gators on YouTube. Search Locked on Gators on YouTube and subscribe now and get in early. Have fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft? Don't miss Locked on Fantasy Live on Wednesday, August 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, streaming on the Locked on NFL YouTube page. Subscribe now so you don't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live or submit them ahead of time to at LockedOnNetwork on Twitter. And to start off today's show, of course, we're talking about the top 25 and where the Florida Gators wound up in the coaches poll. Um, Of course, the Associated Press poll comes out sometime after the release of this, (laughs) after the release of this episode, uh, but it will be out today and we'll talk about that tomorrow. But for now, coaches poll came out uh, while I was gone and... Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to get into it a little bit. Uh, Florida was ranked number 11, the biggest difference. And, of course, uh, CBS poll that I spoke about last Tuesday, I want to say it was. Um, Florida was number 12. So that's kind of the general area that they're being placed, I guess. And um, we know how I feel about it. I'll get into it. Um the biggest difference is that Oregon this time is behind Florida in the coaches poll. Uh, that yeah, that that's the biggest difference because again, Florida was twelve last time. Now they're eleven. The difference is Oregon's placement in the polls. Uh, Oregon is behind Florida this time. Uh, there there's a pretty solid distance between number eleven Florida and number ten Cincinnati. Since he had 979 points in the poll, Florida got 870. So that's a, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's not huge, but it, it, it's a sizable gap there. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's not a huge gap, but it, it's uh, I'll, I'll, noticeable, <laughs> I'll say. Um, number 12 was Oregon, and Oregon had 842 points, so while Florida was 109 points behind Cincinnati, they were only 28 points ahead of Oregon. Sorry for that little pause for a second there, had to do quick math. Um, other SEC schools that are listed ahead of Florida are Alabama, which, okay, like, I'm, I'm okay with that one. I'm, I have no problem, uh, 
acknowledging that sure bama belongs there no doubt about it um i will say don't know how long they'll be ahead of florida you know especially after a week three game i'm just saying i'm just saying i don't know about that one uh the other two sec schools that are in the top 25 or well that are ahead of Florida in the top 25 are Georgia and Texas A&M. Tamu. Um, I've, I've been very vocal about those two schools being pretty overrated when we look at the polls. Uh, sure, Texas A&M had a good year last year. They've got some pretty dang good players on the squad, uh, like Spiller and Andy Smith, sure. Um, Georgia's, like I said, like, Georgia just is not a well-coached team, and that's the biggest issue for me. Like, they're a well-recruited team, but scared money don't make no money when you really think about it, uh, and that's what, that's what Georgia does. There's, they play scared consistently. Like, they have good defense, and they just, they just tote the ball and just, just run the clock out and makes me want to fall asleep just even talking about it, if we're being honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, Georgia and Texas A&M are ahead of Florida, but I, again, I'm... I'm pretty confident that won't be for long if Florida can start off on a on the right foot. I'll I'll say that because again, I'm not saying Florida is like a, a, a incredible team. I'm saying that you know they're being a little slept on, and that uh that I think people are are yeah just pretty much sleeping on the Gators as a team that you know is someone that's going to take a significant step back but again 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 i'll get to it <laughs> uh other sec schools that are in the top 25 that are behind florida are lsu and ole miss um rightfully so <laughs> uh, lsu honestly being as high as they were was like a little little surprising to me just because i i don't have high expectations for them um especially like i i don't know when this coach's poll was taken but i know that starting quarterback miles brennan was injured and it's like ah is he gonna miss time uh so you know he's yeah <laughs> i'd say lsu is probably gonna tumble a bit when it comes time for the season uh Ole miss is a really fun team not gonna lie i i don't think they're uh as amazing as people want them to be, but I think they're a really fun team, and that Lane Kiffin's doing his thing over there. Uh, I, I've gone into pretty extensive detail before, like like I said last Tuesday's episode, uh, about Florida being underrated, and I'll stand by my biggest point that people are faulting Florida more than other schools for having a quarterback change. And it makes absolutely no sense. Like, we've got the most experienced new starter around. So if you're looking at all these schools and you're saying, hey, like you, you could talk about having a lot of turnover in the roster because Florida offensively specifically does have that. But if you're going to say, hey, they've got a new QB as the biggest thing, stop like stop even trying to have an opinion because you're wrong. Um because that that's really what it is. Like You can bring up that the whole offense is changing because of entire personnel changes, not just the quarterback. You can change, you can argue that, you know, the defense last year was lackluster, um, to say the least, and that you think it'll be the same. And that's, you know, you're entitled to that. But to bring up just the quarterback change is the biggest thing is lazy and dumb because Florida has the most experienced newbie around. So it's just... Telling on yourself.
Just saying. Uh, I mentioned, you know, this Wednesday, Locked On Gators is about to be on YouTube, and you'll see that uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a sweater. Uh, <laughs> not going to lie to you there. Bit of a sweater. Uh, not the article of clothing, obviously, but sheesh. I sweat like a mother father. This past week while I was in Miami, that humidity had me sweating through every single shirt. Luckily, now that I'm home, I can use Sweatblock antiperspirant wipes. Sweatblock is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You similarly and simply apply it at night before bed, and then you go to bed. And then, bam, the next morning you wake up, go about your day not worrying about your sweat. Guaranteed. I know it sounds a little too good to be true, but... I only have to use Sweatblock once or twice a week, and it keeps me dry. Use promo code LOCKEDON, that is L-O-C-K-E-D, no space, O-N, to get 20% off at sweatblock.com, or get it at Amazon or CVS. And now we are talking about <clears throat> Hendo Out. Maybe? <laughs> Last week, news broke that the former first-round pick from 2020, uh, Jaguar selected him ninth overall, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that he could be on his way out of the Urban Meyer era with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I'll, I'll Before I get into any possibilities, anything else, um, it's dumb. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. I think that's a very dumb move on the Jaguars part like you've got a young corner that's got a ton of talent and an insanely high ceiling because I mean one of the biggest things that people talk about when you talk about ceiling is the athletic ability and like Henderson's got it all so like I I think it's just a a awful decision for the Jags but hey I mean that's why they're usually not super good (laughs) um Justin Trees from Talking Football pointed out during the draft because uh, Justin was with me during the uh, whole nine sports live stream. And when the Jaguars took Tyson Campbell, Justin Trees is a Jaguars fan and a Gators fan. Um, when they took Tyson Campbell, Justin Trees was like, hey, uh, you know, this could be spelling the end for CJ Henderson with a new regime and all that stuff. And I mean, I hope he's not right, but looking possible so big shout to justin there because that's like that was one heck of a way to call your shot <laughs> way back during the draft uh but some teams just like I'm, I'm just gonna look at the three teams that are probably the best landing spots for cj just based on need fit um ability to trade assets to get cj henderson because like he's not gonna like yeah sure the Jaguars might be saying, like, hey, like, we want to get rid of him, but like, they're not just going to give him away. They're still going to get very good value for him if they do trade him. He's a very talented corner with a rookie deal, and not just a rookie deal, but that first-round pick deal, so that gives him that fifth-year option. Uh, yeah, and he's he's incredibly talented, high-ceiling, cheap player contract-wise. So, yeah, he's going to probably bring in uh, a pretty solid... Uh, Hall for the Jags, but the first team's the most obvious one. The Saints. I mean, whew, they were desperate at corner Oppo uh, Marcus Lattimore. So I mean, or <laughs> Marshawn Lattimore, uh, even before Patrick Robinson retired. So like they they have an even larger need at corner now. 
So I could see the Saints giving up a lot. And, like, they're still a team that, like, they think they... I'm not going to argue whether or not they can, but they think they can compete now. So, yeah, I could see them giving up a lot of value to get someone like C.J. Henderson and address that corner two spot. Uh, whether you're talking draft capital or players, they've got a few unhealthy, uh, unhappy stars there. So could see them getting shipped out a little bit but uh i mean saints would be a fantastic fit for henderson it's my favorite spot for him to go both in terms of where i would like to see him go and where i think he'll go if he gets traded um yeah like if if i was a betting man i am (laughs) i would bet on the saints as a landing spot next up is the raiders uh the raiders have an I'll say aging secondary, to, just to be nice about it. Uh, that isn't great to begin with, and they're in a division that has a ton of talented receivers. So like, you could always use corners when you're in the AFC West. Like, there's so many good receivers. You've got Tyreek Hill. You've got Demarcus Robinson, who I don't care. Like, he's a starting corner. He's a starting receiver on that team. He's good. Uh, you've got Mecole Hardman. You've got to worry about Travis Kelsey, dudes. Basically. A dude's a tight end that's basically receiver, as is Darren Waller, but of course he's on the Raiders, so it'll be fun to cover him. Um, but then you've also got young guys like Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, big dudes like Cortland Sutton. You've got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Like You've got a lot of talented receivers in that AFC West. So if you're an AFC West team that can add an, a good cover man, like, do it. It's worth it. Uh, looking at the third team, the Jets, uh, bless Juan Austin and Bryce Hall, are currently listed as the starters. Um, I'll say that, like, I'm not about to be like, oh my goodness, you don't want to go into the season with those guys as your starters. No, like, they're they're young players. They've shown promise. They've shown potential, uh, and that, that's that's fine. Like, it's it's not as awful as people think or as people want to make it seem for the Jets. Uh, however. It's not great still. So, I mean, imagine being able to add someone like C.J. Henderson to this secondary and in a defense that, by the way, high expectations for. Uh, defensive line looks pretty solid. Linebackers look pretty solid. Safety's pretty, very good, I'd say. Uh, so, corner's your biggest question mark. And, like, you're in a division that, you know... Um, you've got some space to grow um and the jets could do that early on especially with robert Sala in his first year so like and the jets joe douglas is a fantastic general manager so i don't doubt at all that he would be willing to give up the capital to get cj henderson like the saints raiders and jets are all teams that can benefit instantly from adding cj henderson can benefit long term from adding cj henderson and like the saints are a team that we always 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 talk about how their cap situation is just perpetually beeped. And, I mean, C.J. Henderson's not... I mean, he ain't super cheap, but he's not going to break the cap for people. Like, he, he's still on a rookie deal. So that that's a big thing for teams like the Saints that do want to compete early and can really get an instant contributor there. Like, that that's a big thing that people aren't necessarily talking about enough when they're talking about where will Hendo wind up? As we build anticipation for the football season, let's start building our bodies too. Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. And I'm just going to like 
just because I, I just read an email involving Bilt Bar and like, I know a lot of people are all over the coconut brownie chunk vibe, but like, nah, uh, I'm actually gonna like, I switched up my flavors too, because like, I've recently tried the salted caramel one, and <sighs> that motherfucker slaps. If you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like me, that is no longer a problem, which thank goodness, because like, in Miami, ate like a beast. So I'm glad to be able to fix that now. Built Bar is your low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and most importantly, high fiber solution. You can even enjoy it if you're keto. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, 1-5 to get 15% off of your next order at Built Bar dot com who love that bill bar man so yeah no i'm, I'm just rolling through it <laughs> think the gators have a shot at the natty this year if you're confident bet online currently has plus 2800 odds and i'm just saying i'ma take them bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action bet online even covers award shows tv shows and reality tv i'm telling you too hot to handle season two it's the shiznit <laughs> real-time updated odds and props on almost i miss doing this anything you can imagine it's the best way to place your bets and it's 100 percent free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts make sure to use promo code locked on that is l-o-c-k-e-d not a single space in there o-n and to wrap up today's show we're talking about Jaden hill who my heart breaking right here like i'm i'll let you know this one this one was i i did a i had the whole segment when he was announced as the guy that like we think will be the starting corner oppo uh Kair Elam I don't know why I keep saying oppo I'm so sorry opposite Kair Elam but of course last week we found out that Jaden Hill <sighs> tore his ACL which is the second time that he's torn his ACL uh and obviously that means that he is going to be out for the season which is just so so uh I don't want I was gonna say disappointing but like I don't want to say disappointing because it, it's not like anybody disappointed it, it's heartbreaking I'll say that that's what it is um so just like I I get it it's next man up we have talented corners so yeah sure Jaden Hill out for thanks out for the year uh very unfortunate but we gotta move on so we're looking at Jadarius Perkins is the I'd say um, front runner to replace Jaden Hill. Uh, Jadarius Perkins, of course, went to JUCO, signed with Missouri, but before he ever even really got into camp, transferred out to come to Florida earlier this year. Uh, he's a three-star corner coming out of JUCO. He had offers from Bama and Oregon too. He's again like he's the guy that before Jaden Hill was announced as the guy we expect to start. Jadarius Perkins was someone that was often uh slotted into that corner two role and now it's looking likely that he'll just be that guy again uh next up we have ethan pouncey and ethan pouncey has been dealing with injuries pretty much in his whole time uh <laughs> in gainesville but looking healthy now so hopefully that hopefully that uh that works out 
Uh, he is, of course, the brother of wide receiver Jordan Pouncey, friend of the pod. Uh, he is the second cousin of Mike and Marquise Pouncey, uh, friends of the Gators. <laughs> and he's a 2024 star that had offers from Texas, Bama, and Auburn, but of course ultimately chose to stay with his home state, Florida Gators. Uh, Avery Helm was the third name on this list. Uh, Avery Helm, of course, was a 2024 star. Uh, he had offers from Bama, Auburn, Arkansas, Arizona, and many more because he's a beast. Uh, didn't play much last year. Got some playing time in the Oklahoma game, which was like, yeah, cool beans. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, like we've got a lot of question marks at corner now. That that's the biggest takeaway from all of this. And also, like the I don't want to say the main reason, but one of the main reasons that I picked Jadarius Perkins, Ethan Pouncey, and Avery Helm to name. Because Dan Mullen named him. Like, during a press conference, Dan Mullen said, like, th- like he named those three guys as guys that he expects to step up and maybe take that corner two role, which is like, hopefully one of them could do it. Um, Ethan Pouncey and Avery Helms, and Avery Helm being able to do it would be awesome, at least to me, uh, particularly because they're so young, so they'd be getting experience early on. They'd be able to play, like, they'd be playing early on, starting early on for the Gators, and that would be sick just to have multi-year starters because that experience is so key later on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it frankly, it sucks that Jaden Hill tore his ACL because, you know, we're, like, two and a half, three weeks away from the season now, and it, it's a bit late to have to make an adjustment like this it it just sucks uh if, if we're being honest um but yeah i mean we next man up like that that's how it has to be and thankfully we have some good depth some good young depth some good new depth uh that you know i'm not gonna mention blades because he's so new into the system uh we'll talk about him later in the week though um but yeah i mean i mean it, it's just it's it's a toughie because it's literally just like it sucks that it happened, but we have to move on, so yikes. <laughs> that about does it for today's episode of Locked On. Gators join me tomorrow as we'll take a look at the Associated Press's Top 25 that, like I said, comes out today, but of course comes out after the episode's released. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole 9 Sports. This is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E. Sports. Be sure to check out Lockdown Seminoles, hosted by Dave Drake and Max, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I know, I know that probably hurt your ears a little bit to hear, but I mean, hey, we may hate them, but like those three dudes are just like pumping out sick content every week, and it can't hurt to learn about your rivals. Like it, it just can't. Betting on the Gators doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Lockdown Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert. Lee Sterling get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts.